0: again, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two nerds sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: And my name is Caitlin McKinnon.
0: And we are back again for episode 27.
1: That's right. That was very consistent of you, Jordan.
0: It's very consistent. Do you know if this episode was a rock star, we'd probably have OD'd by now. (laughs) What? It's 27.
1: (laughs) Right. The whole thing about being 27 and ODing. Yeah.
0: Here's to clean living
1: yeah basically we're not
0: going anywhere we're gonna be here forever we're gonna be like the fucking stones just like playing the acc bloated
1: can i be spock instead <laughs> spock was around for forever
0: he was around for forever
1: except in the last star trek do
0: you want to play in the rolling stones as spock
1: Mm. uh, eh, i'm not really a big rolling stones fan
0: i'm not either to be honest
1: um can i be i'm trying to think about bands that have been around forever we'll Mac. oh can i be in fleetwood mag yes as spock yes
0: Fantastic. And Christy McVie doesn't feel like touring anymore. You can play keys as Spock.
1: This is amazing.
0: I don't know. I don't know how emotionless Spock would fare singing anywhere. I think it needs...
1: See, that is a huge misconception. Oh, God. Vulcans actually have a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. They just learn Why to... Why do I say anything? <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to. You just watch. look so just sad. Just I'm not even going to continue. I just walk into them.
0: You do. There the are many Waltz ways you can listen to <laughs> Shut up. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) you can listen to the Geek Down Podcast, first and foremost, of which SoundCloud.com slash Geek Down Pod. Follow us on there. You will get a notification every time a new episode goes live, as well, iTunes. Hey, you're getting it late this week. We'll tell you why in a minute.
1: Also, if you, you know, have us subscribed on iTunes, fairies or small elves or gnomes
0: or bronies or something, we'll come and deliver it to your device. So you don't even have to worry. Don't even have to worry. Because listen, if you're just like watching the clock, if you just keep refreshing that feed. You don't know when it's going to show up. No. Could be Tuesday. Could be Friday. It's probably going to be Friday this week. But you don't have to worry about that if you just subscribe to us on iTunes. And it's hey, so easy. And hey, while you're there, just tap one of them star buttons. Yeah. Give us a rating.
1: Hopefully, like, at least four of the stars. I think buttons. we deserve
0: four. Yeah, four think, is pretty. I think we're here for four.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, But just let us know because we don't get any kind of numbers or <laughs> yeah, metrics don't. from uh, we know iTunes.
0: We Nothing.
1: They don't like to do that for some reason. And uh, so we have no idea how many people listen to us. It could just be the five of you, in which case, thanks. <laughs> thanks,
0: all five of you. So good to see you, Kate. Hi. It's been a minute.
1: It has been a minute.
0: Kate was uh, away this week out doing something I never do, as established on the show, which is camping.
1: I was camping. Ooh. I was car camping though. You're what? Car camping. What the hell is that? It's when you drive up to your campsite with your car.
0: Um, oh, and just everything's there.
1: Well, no, you, like you take your, you sleep in a tent and you have a fire pit and everything, oh. but you have stuff in your car. It's not like you're hiking for miles and miles oh. or portaging. Um, yeah,
0: back home that's mostly what camping is.
1: Yeah. Oh, a lot of people do it here, especially in northern Ontario, but uh, I've never actually been camping before in a tent. There was, I've done camping where we had like a trailer and we used to go up there. I've done girl guy camping, um, but that's basically just like I was saying, camping... On the lawn outside of the cafeteria. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> or, or in the cafeteria sometimes. It's basically just a glorified sleepover.
1: But, yeah, I've never actually gone out and gone camping. How did that go? People, It was great. I had a great time. Ugh. Uh, I got to eat lots and lots of roasted marshmallows, which made me very happy. Um, I got Tho- to make...
0: Those are not eliminated in the exclusion diet? I feel like there's something in a marshmallow that should probably... No,
1: they don't have any dairy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they're not good for me, but... Aren't
0: supposed to have oil either?
1: No, I can have a little bit of oil... <laughs>
0: I don't, think, I don't think marshmallows have a little bit of oil.
1: They, they have a little bit of oil, and um, they're mostly made out of egg white and sugar.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, you didn't die.
1: I didn't die at all. And I've had marshmallows before, so I knew that they were safe. And I got to make all my food over a campfire and found out about this thing called a pie iron. <gasps> it's amazing. You put two pieces of bread.
0: Yeah, and then you fold it.
1: Yeah, and you it's have It's like cast filling. iron, and then you
0: put it in the fire. It's
1: yeah. amazing! <laughs> Why did I not know about this before? City girl over here. I admit it proudly. Um, I didn't know. Our lives have like
0: completely inverted, right? (laughs) Because you like you grew up in the city and you didn't know what these things were, and I like grew up like going out on boats and you know meandering through bushland (laughs) and whatnot. I hate boats. I hate boats.
1: I'm just terrified of being in a boat.
0: I hate boat culture. It was very disappointing to my father when I realized as a teenager that, like, yeah, you know that life about, like, going out on Crystal Bay every Sunday and it's just, like, the lawless West. It's just, like, people getting drunk off their asses and smoking all the weed and, like, blaring their, like, 94.7 WCSX, you know, Two for Tuesday, uh, Led Zeppelin, Eric Clapton shit, and I'm just bored out of my fucking mind when I realized, hey, I don't have to go. I know my dad was a little heartbroken, by that. I've, like, gone home packing only, like very expensive sneakers and my dad will be like, You wanna go out in the boat? It's like no, I don't want to go What am I gonna wear out in the boat? I have nothing but jeans and like Jordan. SB dunks. Jordan, hmm.
1: you've broken your father's heart.
0: I know I'm aware. He knows I don't fucks with the boat like that anymore. <laughs> He's got dogs now, so
1: also that was a very in depth like flash of your childhood.
0: <laughs> so I think the listeners have those
1: things I didn't even know what they were. <laughs>
0: need to learn how, how I got this way, listeners. I trust you with that information.
1: Um, Anyways, I had a great time.
0: Well, I'm glad you did.
1: Yeah. And I look forward to more campaign. your, your pie iron. I, it, I cooked everything in the pie <laughs> iron. I was so excited about it.
0: She's like home now. She just has a candle set up.
1: <laughs> I almost Very was slowly like,
0: cooking <laughs> cooking grilled cheeses in the pie iron.
1: Yeah, I was almost. Well, I can't have grilled cheese anymore. <laughs> 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 Why are you laughing? That is not funny.
0: Uh, Anyways. It's, it's, you know, camp. The tragically ludicrous. <laughs> the ludicrously tragic.
1: <laughs> Anyways, I had a great time. And I came home, and all my stuff smelled like campfire, and that was awesome. And yeah.
0: Well, that's why your episode's late because uh, Caitlin decided to take the coolest weekend of the summer <laughs> in Toronto and go camping, so we couldn't record. So yeah. now we're sweltering here on a Wednesday. I didn't in the poly know pockets.
1: that it was going to be the coolest weekend in the summer.
0: And I am also on five midnights in a row, so I basically slept, got up to record this, and i am kicking Kate the fuck out of here as soon as possible. And going back to bed. It's true. And I will not have time to start any editing tonight.
1: So as uh, Jordan mentioned, this is probably Friday. And you are probably listening to this and going, why did it take so long, guys? That's why. And that is why. it's. I'm partially to blame.
0: But she had a good time and that's all that matters because Kate needs joy in her life.
1: I do. And I got a tan. But anyways.
0: Oh, no, you didn't. I,
1: have you. Have you seen the top of my arms? They were like... <laughs> You know that movie Powder about that kid <laughs> who had the ability... B- better
0: than most, I think. But yeah. yes, I do know the movie That's Powder.
1: how my skin looks, <laughs> usually.
0: Translucent.
1: Like, my stomach is kind of sickly white. <laughs> so, yeah. I got a tiny bit of a tan.
0: Tiny bit of a tan.
1: Yeah. And what about you? What did you do all weekend?
0: Um... Listen, I didn't do anything on the weekend because, listen, real talk about Jordan's life. Uh, Rent came out and Jordan (laughs) had... Remember we were talking about how Jordan was really social in July and how he was hard to pin down? Yep. Those decisions have repercussions. (laughs) Do they? And it means when the rent comes out, you can't really afford to do anything on the coolest weekend in Toronto in some time. So you just kind of uh, chill out and... Watch Netflix? Watch Netflix and eat some dollar bag of President's Choice kettle chips from... (laughs) From the no frills and uh, and listen, shouts to the eighty seven cent store brand uh, Fresca. (laughs) Listen, going in, going all in on Fresca right now is a perfect summertime soda.
1: (laughs) It is. I am here for. I am here for Fresca, and it's sugar
0: free. I mean, yeah, it gives you brain cancer because there's aspartame in it, but
1: but in the meantime, it's sugar free.
0: It is sugar free, and. So, you know, store brand, PC brand, President's Choice, for, yeah. for, for any of us who are not Canadian, and apparently there are a lot of you, President's Choice is just a store brand, grocery store brand uh, of groceries and food products, and they have their, I don't know what the hell it's called, spritz it up or something, like, Yeah. <laughs> dead on. Like, their, their colas Yeah. are like, no, nah, this is like, yeah, cool. It's I don't just, know. Their
1: cream soda is pretty good.
0: Wow, you still fucks with cream soda?
1: Yeah, of course I do. Don't I just... Am I not just the epitome of cream soda in a person?
0: <laughs> but like, as as a person ages, there are certain things that you realize you can't fucks with anymore. And cream soda is something I learned a long time ago. I can't fucks with anymore because it is like I will immediately like collapse into a coma if I have like a glass of cream soda.
1: I think you're wrong
0: we <laughs> do the cream soda challenge next time next yeah. episode <laughs> yeah i'll try i'll try and shotgun a glass of cream soda and see if i die don't or not
1: shotgun it i don't actually want you to go into some sort of diabetic coma but it, it's a great drink
0: <laughs> we'll see about the cream soda but yeah their colas are fine they're a little off they're not coke or Pepsi although shouts to them for having a red and a blue cola
1: yes that's um
0: right. but yeah this the store brand store brand fresca killing it um, so yeah, that's what I did. And I got caught up on my stories, which we'll talk about, uh, later in updates. But yeah, that, okay. that was my weekend. Great. Most importantly, as we record this one month to go, Kate,
1: apparently I saw some sort of Facebook post you made
0: one month to go. Y'all,
1: um, for those of you, a who scant
0: are, 30 days
1: for those of you who are either new or don't have any idea what he's talking about, um, <sighs> Jordan loves a band called perfume.
0: Don't undersell it. Adores? That's, yeah.
1: Adores a movement <laughs> called perfume.
0: <laughs> I believe in the vernacular of the day, it's stands. I stand for. Okay. Sorry, your etymology lesson, because I know you love etymologies. Uh, I as, do. as taken from the Eminem song, Stan, about an obsessed fan.
1: Okay, you so this stand. Is now, this has
0: now become a verb. You stand for your fave. And I stand. I didn't know this. Like, see, you're learning.
1: I am learning every day.
0: I stan for perfume, which are three Japanese women from uh, Hiroshima, and they sing and dance and a little electro electro pop ditties. And uh, yeah, long story short, they came to New York two years ago, and I had to miss them for a bunch of reasons, and I almost burned my apartment down with rage and despair. And they're coming back for two shows, and I'm going to both. Just found out about the exhibit. Did you see about that?
1: Yes, you mentioned that.
0: They're going to have an exhibit. In New York, the days of the shows with their outfits and their shoes, and you can touch the shoes, Caitlin. Wow. Because they always wear high heels, so you can feel the technology that goes into keeping these women from uh, walking around on bloody stumps at the end of their legs because they dance for three hours a night. And that's amazing. And high heels. Thank you. I appreciate your feigned interest.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm actually very happy for you. One
0: month, y'all.
1: But anyways, there's one month to go until uh, Jordan's excursion to New York to see perfume. And he's very excited.
0: That's that's something. That's what I people are always like. Are you excited? And I'm like, listen, I'll be excited like when I cross the border. I'm not going to be excited until I cross the border. Against my better judgment, I'm allowing a little bit of excitement to creep in. I had a moment here when I like was watching footage of the last tour because it's at the same venue. Right. So like the third world tour, there at the Hammerstein Ballroom, they're coming back to the Hammerstein Ballroom. So I was just like looking at the size of the room and realizing that like. No matter where I'm at, I'm going to have a pretty good view. Yeah. Like, especially on, like, the general admission day where I'm, like, on the floor. I've also apparently uh, 4chan, shouts to 4chan, a phrase you never thought you'd hear me say, (laughs) um, for in their perfume thread uh, pointing out that, as they put it, the general admission crowd, people were, like, discussing what time you should line up. Right. And uh, in the typical 4chan way. So bear in mind what's coming. Somebody said uh, that the crowd mostly consists of uh, gay kids, girls, and betas. So if you want to get to the front, show up whenever you want and just kind of barge your way forward because no one's going to stop you.
1: That's so sad. It's
0: very rude and I hate that when people happen to me, so I'm still going to line up early. But no, just realizing it really doesn't matter where I end up. I'm going to have a good clear line of sight and that whenever Ah Achan cries, who is the leader, because Achan will cry because she cries all the time. I will be in the same room as her when it happens. This will be happening in front of me.
1: So you'll be able to inhale tears that have sort her, of... Her mist, yes. Yeah. Her,
0: her ocular mist flowing out into the crowd. Yes, that that will enter my body. Uh, and I had a little... May have may have had a little mist myself at the thought. I cry all the time for these women. I have no problem telling you that, listeners. That's that's It's that serious.
1: And have you um, come to uh, some sort of conclusion as to why?
0: Why I stand for these women so hard? Yeah. Oh, because it, uh, I risk nothing giving my love to these people, these women, as opposed to, like, a real woman. <laughs> wow. Where there's, where there's risk involved.
1: I was not expecting that. Have we not
0: been over this? No. Yeah, I know that's no. the reason.
1: <laughs> I'm slightly <laughs> devastated.
0: Why does, why does any primarily, you know, when a male obsesses about something, why is that that's usually the case?
1: Oh, this solves so many questions I've had throughout my life.
0: Because they will never hurt me, Caitlin. They'll just keep on dancing and singing their little songs, and they'll always be happy about it and want to make me happy.
1: So, so dark please, a place we've gone to.
0: Please keep loving perfume. It's what they always what they always end the shows with, and I'll be like, I will. Because y'all wow. will never hurt me. How
1: do we get out of that tangle of darkness?
0: We say news. News. We got some. Speaking of tangles of darkness, <laughs> a show we'll never talk about on the show because we've both already seen it and love it. We don't have to bring it to anybody. Black Mirror.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Black Mirror.
0: Listeners, if you've never seen Black Mirror, the dystopian technological anthology show from Charlie Brooker and the BBC, do yourself a favor and watch it immediately. Put us on pause. We'll be here when you get back.
1: Um, and it is disturbing, so be prepared to want to watch something happy afterwards.
0: Um, and this will come up of a sort in my thoughts about Stranger Things later in the show. Yes. Because um, I do. I was thinking about Black Mirror in relation to Stranger Things and, and philosophies of content creation, if you will. But anyway, uh, Black Mirror, two seasons on the BBC of three episodes each, apparently, and they did a Christmas episode starring John Hamm. Apparently, there was some issue about financing the third season or something, and then our heroes,
1: Netflix! Netflix, oh.
0: Came in riding their golden Pegasus with <laughs> their giant sacks of money and threw two of them at Charlie Brooker and said, Make us some shows. So, we are going to get 12 episodes.
1: Which is amazing. In
0: the third season of Black Mirror, the first six of which we have a date, October 21st.
1: Oh, that's a good time. They're dropping
0: on Netflix. And Brooker has mentioned, as you said, you know it's very, very super dark. Watch something happy. Brooker has said at the Television Critics Association uh, last week, aiming for a wider variety of tone this season.
1: So, so it is not going to be. It's not
0: going. I don't know about that, but (laughs) he said it's quote not going to be a bleak fest. That was his exact word. That's Not, not a bleak fest.
1: That's really interesting to hear, and I'm I'm excited. And I'm excited not to be so horribly depressed after watching an episode.
0: Because, yeah, man, you want to talk about something that will make you feel bad when it's over? Whoo! Ain't, ain't nobody ever felt good after an episode of Black Mirror. Uh, some of the actors who have already signed on. Bryce Dallas Howard is going to be in an episode. Oh, cool. uh, The guy, I forget his name, the guy who plays Braun in Game of Thrones. Right. It's going to be in the premiere, I believe. Uh, Kelly MacDonald is going to be in an episode. And a bunch of other names who, if you know British TV, are probably more familiar to you than they were to me. Yep. Some of the genres the show will run through this season, Brooker said, will include a police procedural to a romance to a horror romp.
1: A horror romp? A
0: horror romp.
1: Oh, I love horror romps.
0: So, man, so looking forward to that. Like, to reiterate, because we'll never talk about it on the show. Maybe we'll talk about the third season when it drops. But Yeah, possibly. um, Black Mirror is... I've never... Watching the first episode of the first season of Black Mirror, which is called the National Anthem, I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat yelling at my television because i went in cold this is just a show that i heard a million things about and everybody was like you need to watch black mirror it's amazing all these other podcasts were like black mirror is amazing and you can't watch it so you're gonna have to bootleg it because it's like not legally in north america right now it did end up legally
1: i didn't hear anything about it yeah i somebody i was babysitting at their house and they had british netflix i guess or they had some sort of way to watch it mm. and they were like oh you should you like british television you should really watch black mirror <laughs>
0: tap you while your baby's sitting
1: well the baby was asleep thank goodness but i was devastated and is national anthem the one with the pig yes oh yeah that's the first one i watched
0: we won't say what but yes there's basically a premise is laid out in the first episode and you're like there's no way they're gonna this is no. Way, there's no way this is going to its logical conclusion. But it does. It does. And you're yelling. I was. That's what I was yelling about. I was like, hand on head. Like, are you seriously going to fucking do this? Yeah. Is this seriously going to happen right now? And then it happens and you're like, fuck me. Yeah. Um, and that's not even the worst episode of that no. season.
1: No, it's not. And
0: they're only three episodes long. Uh, so, yes, very excited that Black Mirror is returning to us. October 21st on Netflix. If you are totally unfamiliar with it. Do yourself a favor and check that out. Uh, Canada, I think if you're in the U.S., the previous seasons are on Netflix. Canada just has the Christmas episode oh, does for it? some reason. Oh, okay, I didn't um, know that. But thing. you can still watch that. It's Christmas in. <laughs> it's not festive, so you can no. still watch it out of season. No. What you got, Kate?
1: Um. Well, in other dark, twisted, kind of sad news, <laughs> um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. It is not doing so well. According to early reviews. Oh,
0: they started dropping, have they?
1: Yes. And apparently there is now a... Pet- what, what is it called? Peti- something.org? Petition.org? <laughs> Change.org,
0: Change yes, dot petition. Change.org,
1: that's the one. Um, to There's a petition going um, to get... And I kid you not, to get Rotten Tomatoes kicked off of the internet. <laughs> apparently... The person who started this petition didn't mean it as anything serious just a way to show the critics their anger and that there are a lot of people who don't agree with them Mm. which is like yeah no that that's critics are used to that they they that's their job a lot of people don't like what they critique or how they critique it I don't know if you've read any of the criticisms.
0: I did read a few. Vulture had a roundup of a handful of them. And uh, I, a lot of them had what seemed to be... They read, like, critics working through their own issues on just, like, the general <laughs> burnout of superhero movies. And, like, right. like Suicide Squad is just the one that, like, th- the critics on mass were like, I can't fucking do this anymore with the superhero movies. <laughs> um general consensus seemed to be hey it ain't, B- it ain't batman versus superman <laughs> um which is faint praise yes but they're like it's terrible but it's not batman versus superman yeah i read some of the points as people said it was like muddled storytelling people said it didn't really make any sense narratively there's too many flashbacks some of the bullet points i saw everybody says it's like as a something to highlight margot Robbie's performance and yeah. to debut harley yeah, it does that well. You'll be happy with her. But. And
1: apparently, Will Smith was quite good as well. But we, I remember we talked about Suicide Squad before, and that was what people who've seen who'd seen clips were saying was that Margot Margot Robbie and Will Smith mm. were the the best parts of the movie.
0: And a lot of the, like I said, a lot of the this roundup that I was reading on Vulture, a lot of the points seemed to focus more on like just the larger narrative that goes into making these movies, which is a problem in and of itself. That's yeah. not your job as a critic for a movie, I don't think. Um, as just a movie critic, rather. Where, like, every... So it's the bad guys, but they all have a heart of gold. Nobody's ever really bad because it's a PG-13 movie and you're beholden to the certain rules there. Nobody's ever really going to die. The suicide part of Suicide Squad is never going to really come into play. There's no stakes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: Now I'm just curious to see how bad it supposedly is
0: yeah because i mean as for you especially i mean it doesn't matter what they say you want to see harley you're going to see it at some point absolutely so you are curious to see how bad this one is you would never have been as curious to see how bad batman v superman was i'm still not i still
1: haven't seen it
0: because there was nothing there for you but in this one, yeah, you. I'd be curious. I Listen, we know I don't see movies in the theater till like at least nine months after they've left. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to be in a room with that many people. <laughs> I just, just don't.
1: I Hey, I get it.
0: So yeah, you will definitely see it before me and I'll be curious to see what you have to say about it.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I guess I almost feel bad for DC. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's a beast of their own making, right? But I just feel bad that they can't seem to get it Right.
0: And I mean, who knows? I've heard. So, David Ayer is the guy who wrote and directed this. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what else he did. He did that tank, Brad Pitt Tank movie, Fury. I don't know what else he did on top of this. Um, who knows how left alone he was? I mean, in a project like this with like a million A-listers and with the backing of a major IP company behind it, you know, everybody's going to have something to say about what he's doing. Who knows how? I've heard that the dialogue is good. I've heard there are scenes, the scene that's been in the trailer where they're like chilling in the bar, yeah. which apparently happens before like two, one review I read said it seems out of place because it's like, there's a huge fight, and then they go and chill in the bar for a minute, and then there's another huge fight, and right. it's like, but that scene in the bar is like, okay, yeah, if you had given us more of that, this movie might have eked out it, into a higher level.
1: Um, I, I've i actually heard that they he, there was a lot of meddling from the studio.
0: and I mean, there probably was.
1: I think they should just get the people from Young Justice to write all of their uh, their films from now on.
0: DC, <laughs> you, you have no problem doing light and f- and funny. Yeah. Um,
1: and good storytelling.
0: I don't. I'm, I'm misquoting it, but yeah, like the David Edelstein review on on Vulture was basically like, you know, Suicide Squad's among the worst of the worst, but like the best of the best is 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 garbage too. So like,
1: he's wow, clearly, has he's a, yeah. clearly
0: working through some superhero malaise right now, as are we all, but not to that extent. No. But, I mean, whatever. If it's it's the same thing it always is, right? Like, if y'all want to go see it, y'all are going to go see it. Yep. Because you want to support it. You want, especially, Lord knows the Harley stands are going to be out there, too. See? Your stand for Harley.
1: I, I, well, I'm not obsessed. I'm not obsessed. I don't have, I mean, like, a Harley tattoo or posters <laughs> or even, I don't even have figures. I just... As a kid, I loved her as a character. So I've been waiting for a movie live-action version of her for a long, long time. And it's just also that um, the the intersection of a character I loved when I was a kid and just having more female characters in things that I love now.
0: Yes. Have you read anything about how the Joker relationship plays out? I really hope it's not no. a standard, like,
1: I heard that the dysfunctional, thing, uh,
0: abusive relationship. The only relationship.
1: I read about the Joker... Was that he wasn't in it nearly as much as they sort of? Made is he it even seem. in it
0: in the present day? I don't know because I've heard like he's primarily flashbacks yeah. as you get Harley's backstory.
1: And the second thing I've heard is that he isn't. I mean, Jared Leto's Joker isn't even that good. Mm. So
0: well, listen, we. I'm totally. The Joker began and ended for me with Heath Ledger. Like I was basically like, nope, nobody needs to play him anymore. I think um, you
1: mean Jack Nicholson
0: if we can go to war for this one <laughs> kid it's <laughs> not it's not a discussion we were having or this podcast is over and people like it too much
1: um all right what else What have we, besides suicide squad being sad
0: uh bizarre note again netflix just throwing that money around uh did you know they were doing a death note remake
1: I had no idea.
0: Before I got back into anime full time it was the one that I just couldn't help but hearing about. It seemed like everybody was super into about a guy named Light Yagami who finds a essentially a moleskin notebook where if he writes your name in it you die. And he starts out by using this to punish criminals and then just punishing whoever he feels like and it turns into like a mystery caper type thing as he tries to outwit the uh, special police forces and the the genius crime solver L was one of the most irritating characters ever in the history of anime. Of, and manga, of anime, really? Come for me. I don't care. He's awful. Best part of the entire series is when that thing happened, and the L fans know what I'm talking about. When the shift in tone happened halfway through, it's the best thing. Dancing for joy. Anyway, Netflix is remaking this as a movie, I believe, uh, set to come out in 2017. And there have been some cast announcements, blah, blah, blah. Nobody I really care oh, about.
1: this is live action.
0: Yes. It's going to be live action. Oh. They've already done a live action movie. That was actually the first thing I saw. Uh, I never watched the anime. still haven't. Did watch the live action movies. They did two. The first one was actually pretty good. The problem with Death Note is as it goes along, yeah. like we all know most anime and manga can probably be about half as long as they actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, it got really deus ex machina as, like, as far as like, oh my God lights trapped in a corner how's he gonna get out of this one good thing there's some heretofore unknown rule about the death note that he can use to get out of this situation that we didn't know about until this exact moment it's like y'all are just making the shit up on the fly i tried reading (laughs) the manga after watching the movie and it kept doing this and i was like fuck this fuck this why'd i even try this again why'd i even try this again anime is awful but the first live action movie was good so they're remaking the live action movie uh, with a bunch of people that I don't know because it's mostly kids, probably from like a Disney XD show or something. I'm sorry, I'm sure you youngins all know who they are.
1: And I'm, so I'm guessing that they've sort of whitewashed everything.
0: Uh, not totally.
1: Oh, uh, not totally. Keith
0: Stanfield from Straight Outta Compton is playing L. Okay. Um. Paul Nakauchi is playing from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I don't know who he voices. You'd have to tell me that. But he is voicing Watari, who is L's like assistant. Uh, you mean
1: he's playing, you said voicing.
0: Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, yes, he's playing. He voices somebody on the Clone Wars. He's actually acting in this. Um, some dude from Borobock Empire, and yeah, everyone else is white, including playing, I'm assuming voicing Ryuk, the Shinigami, or demon, or Grim Reaper, or Death Lord, or whatever, who gives light the uh, the Death Note, voiced by Willem Dafoe. Really? Yes. That's a weird get.
1: That's a that's weird.
0: But I'm suddenly far more interested in this than I was <laughs> yesterday when I did not know Willem Dafoe was going to do this. Huh. So, yeah, that's a thing that's going to happen. Like I said, Death Note is not my favorite property in the world. But if it shows up on my Netflix for free and all I have to do is hit play and keep shoveling kettle chips into my mouth, I'll <laughs> probably watch it.
1: And uh, President's Choice uh what's it called spritz up
0: spritz up it's so good i might have to delay going to bed to run down and get some because i'm out oh my god it's so good you guys
1: so on the same vein of news that makes us excited for properties (laughs) okay uh more star trek
0: oh boy oh boy it's been been two weeks
1: (laughs) this has been star trek discovery i think i'm pretty sure i talked about star trek last week Because it's hard with the movie. I'd
0: have to check. Yes, because you saw the movie. Yeah, so it's been (laughs) Star Trek. Summer Star Trek continues. (laughs) Yep.
1: So this is about Star Trek... So this is about Star Trek Discovery, um, which is the new series.
0: Yes, the one that will be streaming in the fall.
1: Yes. And there is a little bit of a hint that Star Trek Discovery will take place early on in the Federation, Mm -hmm. uh, later than Enterprise... But that's going to be interesting um, because they... It's not
0: a time period addressed much, is it? Probably in books and such, but as far as like the filmed properties... Yeah. It's always Wonder. been like TNG or later, right? And Enterprise was super early. Yes. Um, so now this is the beginnings of the Federation.
1: Kind, yeah, kind of. I, I think they may possibly um, intertwine it with the movies somehow.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, because they're in the movies, I'm not gonna say any spoilers, but there was some stuff about the beginning of the Federation after the the big wars, the Romulan war and whatnot. So I think they might try and do something there. I thought that after I saw the movie, but I wasn't positive. Um, Apparently though, there are going to be tons of spoilery um, news about the show on the Television Critics Association panel that star trek is having which will take happening august 10th which is on wednesday oh
0: it's still next wednesday yeah oh yes just wednesday when you're hearing yeah (laughs) yeah this this is the tcas are like i said it's where all the black mirror news came out of it's basically where the uh the networks start giving the critics their first looks at shows so they can write their unveiling their fall slates yes so they can uh
1: and I'm looking forward to maybe even some possible casting news because they're going to start uh, filming in fall, uh, during the fall see so, yeah, it doesn't in Toronto
0: it's a premiere till the new year right no, after the new year.
1: so I'm just very very excited
0: well you are well stocked more Star Trek than you can ever possibly handle
1: I know in a single
0: girl's lifetime
1: I know so excited about all of it and going to kind of similar news that I need to mention. Um, so do you know what it moon expresses? Oh
0: my God. Is it Ken for Caitlin's astronomy update? It
1: is. Woo.
0: I gotta make a drop for this.
1: <laughs> um, so do you know what moon expresses?
0: Uh, it's, I, have a, I hope it's a steam locomotive that flies on space tracks to the moon.
1: Uh, Not quite. Close, though. Close? It is um, the first private company to receive permission to go to the moon.
0: Who gives that permission?
1: Uh, Which is a very interesting question. So, in this case, the U.S. has given permission.
0: Because the U.S. owns the moon. They put their fucking flag on it. But
1: they don't own the moon, and that's where (laughs) we're getting into, like, issues of ownership of... Oh, God of the moon um this the moon express getting permission has to do with google's lunar x prize i don't know if you know what that is nope it is a 20 million dollar prize for someone who is able to um manage to put a functional robot on the moon and send back hd video specifically hd video
0: so google is like we want this but we don't want to build it we'll give you 20 million dollars if you can do it
1: basically and they have a runner-up prize as well it's kind of awesome. Um the only problem is Moon Express has also talked about mining on the moon, which mm. is not good cuz the moon is very important for our environment and we shouldn't be mucking around with yeah, it.
0: But when have humans ever?
1: Well, I'm hoping since, you know, mining on the moon would distort my view of the beautiful surface of the moon, I'm hoping other people feel the same way.
0: Assassination classroom when half the moon got blown up, they just kind of mugufed it to like, you know, The pieces kind of reformed in itself and smaller size pulled it closer to the earth. So nothing ever really happened.
1: Yeah, it would be there'd be much more devastation.
0: (laughs) I'm sure it would just be like that. It's fine.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anime has taught us nothing.
1: It'll be okay. You totally
0: blow up half the moon and everything will be fine. Until
1: the world is destroyed and everyone comes back as an angel.
0: Until tsunami wipes everything out and the dolphins decide that's it.
1: And they take off. Thanks for all the fish deep cuts <laughs> and finally yes. last but not least a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them sequel has been announced or at least the date has been announced for the sequel
0: oh, the I didn't first even one's know. not even out yet is I didn't
1: it? even know there was going to be a sequel yeah. it is set for November 16th, 2018
0: 2018 do you have your copy of Cursed Child yet?
1: Um. no, I don't really care interesting I'm, I liked them, but I'm not... And I love the world, and I love the idea of being able to go up to a window and
0: <laughs> do magic. You freak the fuck out about going to Potter World. Yeah,
1: but I'm not, like... I've met people who have, like, Harry Potter tattoos. I know and, so
0: many hot girls who have, like, Deathly Hallows uh, tattoos.
1: And, and maybe I'm just not hot enough to have a Deathly Hallows tattoo. Because
0: that's what I was saying.
1: <laughs> but I just don't... I don't stand for it.
0: <laughs> Look at you. Look at me. New words.
1: Um, I do love the world she created, and the movies were fun. I liked the books better. I really liked, uh, but I like a lot of fantasy and science fiction.
0: Well, we sold a shit ton of it at major Canadian retailers. And did on you the get weekend. a lot of
1: complaints that it was a script?
0: I wonder. I I did not hear that we had any complaints. I was definitely wondering that. I was like, uh, man, okay. these people are gonna. And listen, I was. This is why I don't get jobs higher up, because if it had been up to me to predict how well this thing was going to sell, I would have been like, y'all are putting too many eggs in this basket. Like, it's a script. It's a, uh, like, it's not gonna... Yeah. You're gonna get some diehards, but I mean, also, I feel like, you know, Potter's kind of simmered a bit. Like, it's... Nope. No. Nope. We sold a shit ton. So y'all are, the stands are still out there.
1: Oh yeah, and apparently the reason I bring up complaints is a lot of people have complained that it's not a novel. No, it's not. It's um, a script. Or that it doesn't read well as a script. Mm. Yeah, this is the problem with Shakespeare. (laughs) It's very hard to teach people Shakespeare if they don't see it.
0: And I flipped through it. Um... It was an easy enough read. I've heard some of the criticisms about it, which are actually something else that may come up in our discussion of Stranger Things in the next segment. But yeah, I mean, it's out there if y'all are happy. Caitlin doesn't give a shit, but if y'all are out there and you're happy. I don't...
1: I just... I I would like to go see the play at some point. Mm. I'm not going to get a ticket to London specifically to go see the play.
0: And you're not rushing out to get your hardcover special edition? No. To join all your other Burks on the shelf?
1: No. But I am really excited for fantastic beasts and where to find them um because it takes us back to that world
0: is this going to have a hobbit problem
1: um well it's a no small ass book no but but the the movie's not it's not based on the book mm. the book is just a encyclopedia of fantastic Be- beasts and where <laughs> to find them they didn't make a movie it's right there in
0: the title dummy
1: <laughs> they didn't make a a movie out of a short story mm. right they Totally wrote a movie around this character who'd written the, this book okay. in the Potter universe. I don't know. I'm wondering. I thought this was was supposed to be a standalone movie. I heard some stuff about possibly making it a trilogy.
0: I thought I'd heard that as well. Yeah.
1: Um. I like. I haven't even. I've seen the trailer. That's all. I haven't even seen the movie yet. So I haven't even seen the trailer yet. Who Who knows? You should really watch the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um. But. I'm, I'm excited for it, but we'll see how it is. I was also excited for Suicide Squad, and look, <laughs> that blew up right in my look face. Look what happened there. Yeah. So, who knows? I think, I think the big thing, if this episode has taught us anything, Jordan, hmm. it's that sometimes we just have to watch things for ourselves <laughs> and not put all our stock into what critics and or fans are saying.
0: That is true and probably a topic we'll talk a little more in depth about when we come back after this break and talk about the thing that nobody seems to have any problems with. No. Stranger Things. We are also the only people who apparently were not watching it.
1: I I know, and that's why we had to get on this now. (laughs) I had people yelling at me. Get
0: get on the fucking zeitgeist, people. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so after this break, Caitlin and I are going to come back and talk about what we thought about Stranger Things.
1: See you then. Welcome back to the show. This is the part of the show where we sit down and usually talk about the things we brought each other. But this week is the first in our August, I don't know. uh,
0: Summer watching. Sure. Summer watch parties.
1: August summer watch party where we actually sit down each week um, for the month of August and talk about the same thing.
0: Maybe a little more traditional. It takes a bit of the spice out of the show. But you know what? There's a lot of shit this summer.
1: There is tons of stuff this summer.
0: And the people want to hear us talk about it.
1: They do. I have been told that they want us to talk about it. People
0: are very angry. That's why we had to lead off with this one, because people are very mad. Uh, Yes, normally we would talk about things we brought each other, but as decided by Caitlin, and it was a very good idea, uh, we're just going to talk about the same things and take a look at some of the things that are kind of blowing up or simmering in the nerdy, geeky universe. At the moment. At this moment.
1: We do have rules. The and rules we, still apply. Yes, the rules do still apply. So the first one being...
0: The rule of three. <laughs> Just blanked on <laughs> it. I pulled a you. See, I totally forgot. I was going to say,
1: you pulled a Caitlin. <laughs> um, the rule of three, which is we will watch three episodes, uh, read three chapters, read three comics.
0: Give the thing a chance to establish itself in the world it is creating. Yes.
1: Um, and... Because oftentimes the first of something or the pilot is not very good or it tries to rush to explain everything. We want to, you know, give it some time.
0: It can be, be a little awkward sometimes.
1: Yes. Um, the second rule is...
0: Save it for the pod.
1: Which is... Uh, basically we, Jordan and I are not going to speak about the thing we watched, uh, no matter how excited we are about it or angry we are about it. We won't say anything until we are sitting in front of microphones.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: And the third rule, which is not really a rule is.
0: There are going to be spoilers.
1: And there will be a lot of spoilers. And this is a very spoilery show.
0: Can be. I feel a lot of you, if you're listening to this. You've probably already watched it.
1: Maybe not though. We're
0: kind of late on this one. Maybe you, maybe you're like us. Maybe you missed it.
1: And maybe, or maybe you're watching other things, or busy going camping.
0: Or, or, maybe you've only watched uh, the first three episodes as well. Yep. But if you do not want to know anything about Stranger Things, take your leave. We understand. We still love you.
1: Go get a cool drink. Maybe have a grilled cheese sandwich because I can't.
0: Bust out the old pie pie toaster. Pie make a grilled iron. cheese sandwich pie, iron, pie iron, is iron it's called um get some 87 cent <laughs> i'm really i'm really pushing to get them to sponsor us
1: president's choice yeah
0: the J- specifically the cola the the, the store brand oh uh, sorry the spritz uh, up gra- grapefruit soda yes
1: spritz up or club soda oh no or cream I think, soda i can
0: just give you club soda <laughs> shit's just lying around
1: no cream soda I really do believe, though, I usually say uh, it's not really a big deal. We're not going to spoil that much. In this case, this show, you really want to not know what's going to happen next. So seriously, do not listen if you um, are wanting to watch it anytime soon and have the full effect of the show.
0: So we will give you until I finish this sentence to take your leave. Thank you for joining us.
1: We really appreciate it.
0: And we will see you... Next week. Next week. Ciao. Go.
1: All right. So, who wants to start? Oh, I guess I'm going to start. You need
0: to tell us what it is. I'm it's gonna... Stranger Things.
1: It's Stranger Things. It's an
0: eight-episode show on Netflix that dropped like two weeks ago, and everybody seemed to be watching except me. I woke up one day, and <laughs> my social media was blown the F up with like, oh my god, Stranger Things is amazing.
1: Um, it's an American science fiction horror web series. Created by the Duffer Brothers. Uh, the Duffer Brothers aren't... They're not known for doing much. Uh, they did uh, write and direct a thriller called Hidden, which um, actually starred guard just, just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have written a couple of episodes for Wayward Pines.
0: Yeah, that was basically all they did.
1: That seems to be all. We don't know how... They approach Netflix. I don't know who they knew or who they mowed the lawn for, but or they can
0: just pitch their asses off.
1: Yeah, or that. The probably the biggest star in it, weirdly, is Winona Ryder.
0: Yeah, that's your that's your name recognition. Yep. Matthew Modine is your yes is your other name of sorts,
1: and uh, a whole bunch of fantastic child actors.
0: Appreciate how ugly they are.
1: <laughs> They're very
0: given. Given the time period, which we'll get to in a moment, but I mean, yeah, yeah. you couldn't have, uh, you know, second time Disney XD has come up in, <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> but, like, you couldn't have, like, you know, the up-and-coming Nick, Nickelodeon or, you know, ABC Family star in this, no. in this show would this work. It does
1: work. not work. It premiered on July 15th.
0: To oh. very little fanfare, it seemed like.
1: Yeah. I saw it. I passed by it a whole bunch of times on Netflix and didn't really... I'm going to say didn't really notice it. Mm -hmm. Um, There are eight episodes in the series, which are all available on Netflix, as they do. And basically the story surrounds the disappearance, the very strange disappearance, of Will Byers. And the, basically, investigation by his friends, um, his mother, and the police detective.
0: Hopper. Hopper.
1: Hopper uh Love into that, that, that into that disappearance and the strange um things <laughs> the stranger
0: things that are going on
1: yes so jordan yeah what did you think you seem to have a lot of thoughts earlier about about the show
0: and listen i'm not going to and everybody thinks like oh curmudgeonly jordan's gonna hate on the show because he hates fun <laughs> i don't hate the show and i don't hate fun um, are you sure yes oh, okay the thing that Caitlin did not mention, which should be mentioned, is it's set in 1983.
1: It is set in 1983, and yes, I, I apologize. There, It is very much an ode to 80s films.
0: Yes. And it nails it on pretty much every level. Yeah. As, let me stroke my sagely white beard, <laughs> as someone who lived through this time kind of a little younger than the age of the children in the show but was still kind of had a base awareness of the world and the popular culture of the time yeah um it nails it from like people are going bananas over this show and how well it nails it uh like i just saw the av club had like a link to like a half hour video that somebody made about the fucking fonts on this show like
1: (laughs) And the font was actually something that was really—I don't know why it's so striking, but it's just so it emanates so Let's much. Choose Your of that Own Adventure time. font. Is that what it is? That's yeah. what
0: I first saw it as. I read that, I read that the logo font is meant to look like old Stephen King paperbacks. Yeah. Um, but to me, it looked like if you looked at old Choose Your Own Adventure books from the '80s.
1: Even the color of the font, I evoke something very '80s. And this
0: is—it's it, a terrible term, but it's when you hear it when you hear it you go like ah fuck yeah it's actually very accurate uh chris ryan at the ringer.com when he was writing about the show uh dubbed it VHS core. yeah that's the type of show this is and the second you hear that you watch it and go yeah yeah because here's the thing i my mom when i was growing up for a very brief stint worked at one of those like you know, small town, not a whole lot of employment opportunities for a uh, a aspiring working mother who who just kind of needed a job in a town of ten thousand. So she ended up at for like a a year less than two. At um, it was like a like a lotto shop slash video rental place slash you know may have been doubled as a convenience store as well. You could buy smokes there, you know, whatever. But sometimes we go to pick her up, and there'd be all these like vhs movies that like i never heard of yeah and i've never heard of again like they just be like just be lining the walls and we'd be, I'd be waiting for my mom to close up just like looking at all of these movies and that you know that visual aesthetic at that age will leave a mark on you yeah so this show nails all of that and i feel that if this show had come out in the time that it's aping With the limitations of the time, it wouldn't have been one of those garbage movies that we never heard of. Right. But because it's 2016 and it's, you know, look how weird the past was (laughs) and also has the benefit of another 30 odd years of storytelling, technique, sophistication and better effects and whatnot. Um, I don't hate the show. I'm on the let's not shit ourselves it's good yeah people are losing their goddamn minds maybe it's just because there there, it's the summer and there's not a lot else going on about it but i always talk about fanfic nation and i always talk about just you know like stuff that just kind of like tweaks your nostalgia yeah that's all this is doing it's doing it in a very specific way and does it very well it's not like force awakens level of nostalgia pinging it's not jj abrams level no where it's just like because J.J. Abrams has tried, the you know, the first half of Super 8 was basically trying to do the same thing and did not do it nearly as well as Stranger Things does it.
1: I, sorry, continue. No, if oh, you have some jump um, in, if you got something to say. There were a couple things. So, I was born in the 80s, so I didn't get a lot of the same, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like, aesthetic?
0: That's, yeah, that's but, the word for it.
1: But, it definitely, the aesthetic of the 80s definitely left an imprint on me right Mm -hmm. in the early 90s it's not like you know you get rid of everything from the 80s at the turn of you know uh the turn of the the what's the word i'm looking for that's the one at the turn of the decade you don't just like put everything in a big pyre and set it on fire so there was still a lot of residual 80s when i was a small kid Mm -hmm. um i never liked horror movies I had a fascination for aliens, mm-hmm. but they also terrified me. To this day, when, you know that music that they play on the U- the 90s UFO shows? That music <laughs> freaks me the, the music from the X-Files freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: How'd you do with this soundtrack then? Um, it's very John Carpenter well, synth.
1: Well, there's a lot going on. So I have some of this aesthetic from the 80s, but not tons. I don't have all the experience of watching um, eight, bad 80s horror flicks. I
0: guess, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, before we deep dive. Yeah. Hot take. I liked it.
1: I also, I loved it.
0: You loved it. Okay.
1: Even though this show, um, we had agreed on it and I was really interested in it, there was some apprehension that it would be too scary for me.
0: There's some jump scares in there. You or, don't like jump scares.
1: I don't like jump scares. and Or it'd be too intense or it would have that creepy music that would make it so i'd have to skip scenes and
0: it's got some dead kids in there too so uh
1: yes it does but the soundtrack did something really interesting and that's what i figured out is really the thing that freaks me out about scary movies like watching scary movies on mute yeah like it, they're not scary uh they're ridiculous it's
0: the, it's the s- string swells and whatnot from that you don't like
1: yes and which really affect me Um, But I found in the show, it made it almost um, the Neutron. Daft Punk did the the soundtrack for the Neutron. That's what it reminded me of. It didn't remind me of 90s UFO shows or 80s movies as much. There was a futuristic, a past futuristic vibe to it.
0: Yeah, it's like using older equipment to—it's like synth music, but being made with older synths that don't sound as good. Yes, um, it's quote unquote good.
1: And I really like that.
0: So and just it's, from- it's an homage to—I mean, the whole show. If you played an homage drinking game with this show, you'd be hammered in fifteen minutes. <laughs> the soundtrack is an homage to like you know early '80s John Carpenter, like horror movies. He did his own music for like, the thing and things like that, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think the other thing was, yes, it's an homage, yes, it uses a lot of the same aesthetic, but I do think that the storytelling is more advanced than a lot of the things they are taking from. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like the fact that, you know, very quickly it establishes that it's not just one crazy mother going insane, that other people are experiencing the weird things and are sort of slowly... Coming onto her side, mm-hmm. um, that is new because a lot of times, you know, the person is thought to be crazy until more than halfway through the movie or until the end. Um, and with the format of television, they've had more time to explore these tropes, I guess.
0: And I mean, it's structured very much as book chapters, right? Like they call do they call it chat. Do they call it chapters? They do. When they- yeah. Um, every episode is referred to as a chapter. Um, it's basically like an eight hour movie. There's no, like, it doesn't do the Netflix cliffhangery thing where like you want to keep watching, Yeah. but there's not a huge, like, gotcha at the end of every episode, which is no. kind of what always happens with Netflix shows to encourage you and just keep shoveling that content <sighs> in your face.
1: I don't know. I think there was a little bit of that.
0: A little bit, maybe, especially on episode three. Sorry. Last warning for spoilers. We got to get into this <laughs> a little bit. Um, because... It's not an issue I have with the show because I don't know how to solve it. It's just, it was a mild disappointment and I need to get into what is the main, what is the strangest thing of Stranger Things. So okay. last warning, if you were, if you're trying your luck, if you were gambling,
1: it's not going to pan out. Get
0: out now. Last call. So. Know when to fold them. <laughs> as, as That's the great, the great Mr. Rogers said. As established, yes, Caitlin said it's the story of the disappearance of a kid named Will Byers. Will is friends with a bunch of uh, other kids. There's Mike, Lucas, and Dustin. Is that their name? I think that's right. Yeah. Um,
1: and they play D and which they play, is they play D. They
0: play. They play. They play D and D. Basically, Dustin challenges Will to a bike race on their way home after a night of D and Will veers off down another road, um, and disappears. Yes. And weird things. Start happening on the heels of this disappearance. Winona Ryder plays his mom. She's basically always at eleven.
1: <laughs> she is always at eleven. Well, she she no she I mean, starts. Well, the first scene you get from her is her finding out her kid is gone. Mm. So you see that she can be in. She can be a maybe a seven, and then she just.
0: And there's a couple flashbacks later on where yeah. you see her not quite. Although she dealt, she did all. I mean, and that's the character itself. When you learn more about her ex husband and what yeah. that situation seemed to be like. You know lights start flickering she's getting weird phone calls yeah that she even though it's just like breathing she believes it to be will even though this is the type of small town it's Indiana I think yes where it is. it's supposed to be yeah this is actually inside baseball but it's a thing I heard somewhere the show was originally supposed to be called montauk because it was going to be set there but I guess the tax breaks were too good to like <laughs> film it in Atlanta so they filmed it there and just made it anywheresville USA which works um probably works better to be honest I don't know what they would have done with like a New England setting but so, yes, weird things are always happening as well. There is a a, a strange girl. I mean, you, you look at the things they lifted. So they they lifted, you know, their poltergeist elements. That was the one thing I said in episode three where it's like episode three started to feel clunky to me. It was the first episode the Duffers did not write that I came across.
1: I didn't find that at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not. I as... just had
0: this moment where it was like, so Mike's mom. Yeah. Who's played by Dr. Faye off of Mad Men. Yeah. Shouts, shouts to Dr. Faye. Um. Goes over to like bring Winona Ryder a casserole. Yeah. And she's there with the... She has three kids. Nancy, who's Mike's older sister, Mike, and a uh, toddler, Holly. And they're like chit-chatting, make, heating up the casserole, whatever. And Holly wanders off through the house. I find it hard to believe that in the instance of the first child disappearance in this town's history, people are, even if you're at someone's house, taking that long an eye off of your kid. But hey, we need her to wander in the room and have the poltergeist homage. So.
1: I guess. I just feel like... The '80s was a very different time.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: And Holly happens to be blonde.
0: Yes, and they do. She's camera over her shoulder as she looks at the wall where things like swell out of the. And that's the one of the big moments in episode one where you realize, oh, things are really weird weird because things start bulging out of the walls and whatnot. Yeah. Ultimately, culminating in episode three, a monster, legit three-fingered
1: oh yeah yeah monster it was comes episode, out yeah.
0: of winona rider's wall yes. and like scowls at her because she has set up this whole thing she has realized that she is communicating with will through like basically electricity like lights yeah she sets up this elaborate christmas light setup ouija board type of thing with the alphabet
1: which i think is gonna be the big like halloween theme <laughs> this year
0: <laughs> it's christmas lights with the alphabet yeah and it's a great the whole scene is done amazingly yeah um is that also where Eleven does the thing flipping the board over to like? Are they playing? Are both those things happening at the same time? I don't remember, but
1: I can't. I honestly can't remember. I've I've watched episodes so close together yeah, that they've all, all blurred together. Long, and this is basically
0: an eight-hour movie, yeah. um, so it's it's easy to do. But yeah, that scene is all filmed very well, and basically, yeah, this white-skinned, no-faced, three-finger-clawed, you know horror comes out of Winona Ryder's wall and threatens her and you realize that like oh shit we're all in on like full sci-fi aliens yeah which
1: was a nice surprise Uh, the wall bulging was a nice surprise because that's very like what I think of as when we started to get the j-horror sort of coming into North America and influencing stuff that's very j-horror right before it was a lot of like dreams and chainsaws and <laughs> you know burying people alive and now there's more of these weird interdimensional effects i guess
0: and again i don't have an answer for this but i was almost disappointed when it was it's like oh it's just a monster
1: but it's not just a monster
0: i i wish there had been a and i don't like i don't have an answer i don't know how you do it you i don't have- know, i don't know how you make it plausible where it's just like, yeah, it's you know, it's, oh it's all in her head. That's hack. That's that's a hack move. Yes. Um, so I wouldn't go that route. But I I like things that have it both ways.
1: Uh,
0: and this goes all in on,
1: I'm, I'm on happy the, on the popcorn. I'm happy it goes all in on the popcorn. I think there's too much of like Those movies where like the child disappears and everyone's like it's in her own head. And then all the pictures all of a sudden only have her and her husband, like that kind of thing. Mm. I just that's so tropey. I just really like that. She's not crazy. And there's a monster. (laughs) And also, I don't think it's a monster. But anyways, I mean, in the sense of, you know, it's scary and eats people. Yes.
0: I have watched twice as many episodes as Caitlin, so I cannot answer that question. Um, Wait, what so, did you I, say you
1: got... What episode did you get to?
0: I just finished five.
1: Okay, I'm almost finished four.
0: Uh, I think I just finished five. I actually don't remember. So it's not just Will who disappears by the end of the second episode. Barb, the true MVP. <gasps> oh, True Barb. MVP, Rip Barb.
1: And everyone was talking about Barb in, in like, BuzzFeed. Because and- shouts
0: to the fucking casting director of this show. Whoever got Barb, I- she is like... Out of a fucking time machine. Shouts to the costuming director. Shouts oh, to the casting yeah. director. If you were a child, Barb was one of your older cousin's friends if you were like, <laughs> you know, seven years old in the 80s. Barb
1: like, reminds me exactly of Degrassi.
0: Oh, yeah. Like like OG Degrassi. Yeah,
1: yeah. Old school Degrassi not, for not, sure. not
0: this new generation shit. No, no. Like kids of Degrassi Street, OG. Yeah. Got those giant glasses.
1: The hair. I don't know what
0: her hair is doing. It's the, in some sort of jeans. bun. Oh. Listen, girls are, like, wishing they had mom jeans. Get get on Barb's (laughs) level on your mom jeans game, ladies.
1: Anyways, just even the couple scenes she was in, she was fantastic. So, yeah, those are, like, the
0: two threads of the, I don't remember Mike's family's name, that kind of thread. There are a bunch of threads that are kind of going through this. Yeah. One is the disappearance of Will Byers, which sets us off, which is Mike's friend. Mike's older sister, Nancy, which, again... You're going to make a movie set in this time and name the female lead Nancy. Like uh, the total Elm Street nod type of thing. She's dating or the popular boy is taking an interest in her at school. She goes to a party at his house and her friend Barb, MVP, uh, ends up disappearing there. So now they each have someone they have lost under similar circumstances. Yeah. Which suggests that maybe Winona Ryder's not going crazy because something else is going on. Matthew Modine plays the head of this strange government laboratory type thing where they're basically doing akira experiments
1: on on a a bunch of
0: kids i think it's alluded to later that they've been doing it for a while on a bunch of kids but it's like they found one that works and i don't know she's the akira
1: and then there's also the other storyline of them going into like another dimension through some sort of like egg thing
0: yes structure i i think where i'm at i have pieced kind of pieced together what has happened okay um, no way. I'm not gonna tell you but yes basically Matthew Modine and his like nefarious lab have been like I don't know if they call her 11 again you know a kid with a shaved head with a tattooed you know number on her arm that's
1: like dark angel it's very Akira like, yeah.
0: very fire starter very like you know they even do the scene where she like looking mean with a hospital gown like you know uh, <laughs> brain smashing somebody against a wall and then her nose bleeds like it's a you know, you're ticking boxes it's fine it's fun as hell yeah but those are the boxes that are all being ticked uh she gets out of the lab mike ends up meeting her she's doing a fine job and i've heard this is one of her like first actual real jobs uh the actress playing 11 or l as they call her her job is basically just to look worried all the time
1: which she does a great job i my favorite scene (laughs) she has
0: one face (laughs) she just makes it all the time
1: favorite scene so far is when he's putting the blush on her
0: Okay. and, and that's, like, that's filmed like the there's your breakfast club homage where they're like you know standing there and she comes out of the door and they yeah. turn and go <gasps> and she's got a blonde wig on and some, some makeup and a pink dress like yeah ticking boxes but it's fine but the thing with ticking boxes and this is all I'm going to say and I'm not I'm not just hating for the sake of hating
1: this,
0: this is all this is all you're going to it's all I'm going to get accused of
1: are you sure Jordan
0: this is just where I'm like in the let's not shit ourselves okay Friends, I'm just trying to help you manage your expectations here. If you haven't seen it, if you're like, is this something I want to watch? And you're like, spoilers be damned. And you just, you've, you've hung with us the entire time. Because you see all your friends being like, Stranger Things is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's fine. It's fun. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I obviously have kept watching it. I'm going to be watching it at work tonight instead of editing this episode. Like,
1: <laughs> Good to know. I, I like to know where your priorities are. Listen, I agree with them. <laughs> it's
0: going to be too much happening at work tonight for me to sit somewhere with a laptop and try to edit. But again, The whole idea of fan service ticking boxes. A criticism I have heard about Cursed Child is there's a time travel device in there. Yeah. Sorry, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. There's a time travel device in there where basically throughout the play, they're reliving Harry's greatest hits. Possibly. Like Harry and his kid, or whether it's Harry's kid and Draco's kid, I don't know. But
1: It's Harry's kid and Draco's kid.
0: There's a time travel thing. It's
1: called the Time Turner. For
0: someone who didn't read it and has no intention to read it, you're read very the, well informed. No, I
1: read the Wikipedia article. <laughs> I said I'm not going to buy it. I went immediately to the Wikipedia article and, <laughs> and looked at the plot.
0: Going through scenes of the book. Relive them again. Go look at James and Lily's house. Go, you know, watch. I don't know what moments they tick off, but it's like, again, it's... Hey, Potter fans, remember that thing that was great? Have it again, with a slight different spin on it. Hey, Star Wars fan, you like that Millennium Falcon? Here you go again. Now a girl's flying it. Isn't that wacky?
1: It is wacky and wonderful. <laughs> hey, um,
0: people who like 80s horror movies, let's just shove them all in a box and give but them to you. You know
1: what I think is really interesting? So I was born in the 80s, and I didn't watch any of these films mm-hmm. like I watched DT yes and there are a couple things that I but I didn't want I've never watched Poltergeist and I've watched some John Carpenter Carpenter but not a lot and I haven't I've watched a couple of uh, Stephen King movies but I've not read a lot of Stephen King um, and I still love this television show and I think that yes there is something to be said for the whole ticking boxes and the whole you know regurgitating things for regurgitating things that people have really loved so that they will invest time in it again but I think in this case one of the things that's really um, that people really love about it is because they haven't been exposed to all of these I I mean, or they have some sort of awareness of them, but they haven't watched a lot of these old movies and TV shows.
0: Recycling an aesthetic is not the same thing as recycling, you know, the bullet points of A New Hope into A Force Awakens. I'm not trying to say they're the same thing there at all. But, you know, we talked about Black Mirror earlier. Black Mirror is the proof that you can, in a world where everything seems to be nostalgia and recycling to a certain extent, a show like Black Mirror is the proof that you can do something wholly original and Black Mirror deserves the holy shit, it's the best show ever type of praise, I don't know that this show deserves it. It's fun as hell, and I'm having a good time with it, and I'm not going to punish the show for being fun. I'm not going to say don't watch the show, because it's just fun. Just fun is fine.
1: You just think that people are are putting their praise...
0: Let's not shit ourselves. uh, We're not not reinventing the wheel here. It's fun as hell, and I'm greatly enjoying it. Winona Ryder is great. The dude playing Hopper is great. Is great. Apparently, he's just been like he's a that guy from a bunch of other movies. Like, um,
1: and what I've really found fascinating was he has a New York esque accent, or it's like New Jersey or something. Mm. And you don't notice it at first, and then I don't kinda, think I ever
0: noticed it. Now I'm going to. That's all I'm going to notice. Yeah, when I keep watching you're,
1: you're going to notice, and you're going to be like, "Whoa!"
0: Um, but yes, we are at a point. I am now at a point in the show. I don't think it's going to spoil anything. We're like. People involved in the various threads, mm-hmm. whether it's the kids and Eleven, or Joyce and Hopper, or Nancy and Will's brother, are all so, g- something's fucked up, and they're all investigating it on their own. Oh, and I those threads you, are starting. I thought to, you said that
1: they'd come together and now have formed like a Scooby squad. Or... They
0: very well might <laughs> by by the time by the time it's over. But yes, those those stakes are being are being raised. And, again, shouts, only eight episodes. Most Netflix shows are, like, 13. Right. Which can be a bit of a slog sometimes. Sometimes. I have loved Jessica Jones. I have loved Daredevil. Sometimes around episode nine, you're like, chop, chop. I Yeah. Get it moving. No,
1: I, I'm actually, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm only at, episode four but i'm kind of disappointed it's only there's mm. only four more episodes because i just want the show to last forever because <laughs> um, i'm really enjoying the characters and i'm really enjoying the the sci-fi-ness of the show and the 80s aesthetic and
0: and i mean you know i said earlier about you know like i appreciate how ugly the children are um the kid playing dustin the one with no teeth yeah we we all knew that kid. That kid is playing it so well, as far as like the kind of snottiness, the kind of sarc- sarcasm, chip on his shoulder because he always gets made fun of because he's got the weird thing with his teeth and they haven't come in yet properly, yeah. and he's got a lisp and shit. Like we all knew that kid making jokes about being naked and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> like kind of obnoxious. Like we all knew that kid. So whether it's the writing or the kid's performance, like he's he's really he's really nailing it. I don't think that the kid Mike kid playing Mike is quite pulling it all off he's fine
1: i i like all of them he
0: can't quite carry it the kid who plays lucas is good uh one comment i read i'm not going to take credit for this joke um is that you know if this was a more realistic show that science teacher would have been arrested at the end of the first episode and that would have been <laughs> that would have been it
1: <laughs> actually i thought the same <laughs> that thing dude, too it's dude's,
0: dude's creepy as fuck
1: super like, <laughs> creepy
0: He's, like, on, making conversation on the search party, and it's like, why have you not been hauled in?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I actually thought the same thing.
0: Yeah, he's a little he's a little weird. Um, so, I mean, the acting isn't perfect across the board. Uh, I do love to see Winona getting money, though. <laughs> I heard somewhere she gave an interview where it was like, yeah, all I get offered now are moms anyway, so this mom was at least doing something interesting. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, put Winona Ryder in something interesting, please. Yeah.
1: Um, but maybe it's just that I... I just like things because I like them and I don't really think too hard about it. Uh, maybe I should work on that if I have a podcast about television shows. we <laughs> are supposed to talk
0: about them a little more in depth. Kate was just like, I liked it.
1: That's it. I did. I, I did. I've but been really enjoying honestly, it. But honestly,
0: that's fair for this show. Like the, the Bizarro World version of my take is to be like, fuck this show. And fuck all you people who like it. You don't know. You don't know what quality is. Let me stroke my neckbeard and tip my fedora. <laughs> I'm not taking that route at all. The show is fun as hell. It's like the eighth time I've said it. It's super fun. If you haven't seen it. That's the ninth time. (laughs) Tip your fedora and stroke your neckbeard. If you like fun, you will like this show. And yeah, as someone who was, I wasn't watching all these movies that it's nodding to as well. And I mean, for people who were like really into 80 Spielberg, they're like loving this show. I was not crazy into 80 Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. You know, six years old and bawled my eyes out at the end of E.T., but...
1: Everyone cries at the (laughs) end of E.T.
0: And was horribly scarred by that scene where they find him in the cornfield. Um, Yeah. God, still to this day. (laughs) Fucking like 35 years later, I'm just having PTSD flashbacks to it right now. Hey,
1: you know what, though? Unfortunately, because of E.T., we got the Carousel of Horrors, which is the E.T. ride at Universal Studios.
0: (laughs) Or the movie Mac and Me.
1: Oh, just...
0: What the hell was it? As, sidebar. The town I grew up in for a spell had a two cinema movie theater. And there Ooh. was one. Hey, listen. It was balling. It's every Friday, your entire grade eight class. Go out, and see a mo- <laughs> go out and see a movie at the at the two cinema movie theater. And there was one one week, like all my friends were going to see Coming to America. Right. The Eddie Murphy movie. And my dad wouldn't let me go. And he took me to see Mac and Me, which was playing at the other <laughs> theater. And I have never been more like in my irritated feels as like a grade schooler (laughs) than i was at that moment like this is the worst fucking movie ever and my dad probably thought it was terrible too but he was like oh it's pretty good huh i was like yeah i didn't want to see one of the funniest movies of the 80s at all that would have been terrible (laughs) with all my friends who are now going to be talking about it on monday (laughs) and be like what'd you do jordan (laughs) went out went out in the boat with my dad (laughs)
1: And we know how much you uh, you don't like the boat.
0: Callback. That's called comedy, kids. Back to Stranger Things.
1: That was a good sidebar.
0: If we're if we're gonna hand out kick punches, yeah, I'm still gonna give it an eight.
1: It's nine for me. Nine for Kate. It's got me watching it on the bus Kate, instead of reading. Kate is
0: all in. Watch it. You got Wi-Fi on the bus? What are you doing streaming video on the no, bus? No,
1: I have unlimited data.
0: Damn. Wind is killing it.
1: I mean it slows down after (laughs) I use it all up from the first part of the month, but it's fine.
0: So yeah, Stranger Things, it's sitting there on Netflix for your enjoyments. You can just binge it all at your leisure. Eight episodes. Short episodes too. Short short shortish. Shortish. They vary. Some are like fifty two minutes, some are like forty-four minutes.
1: Yeah. Um and let us know how you feel about it.
0: Yeah. Am I just, is am I completely up my own ass and just need to learn how to have fun? Probably. Feel free to let us know on the Facebook group, which is at?
1: www.facebook.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forward slash?
0: Forward slash. Geek Down Pod. Geek Down Pod. So if you're watching Stranger Things, if you were on it early and you're like, what the fuck took y'all so long? You're going to have a podcast and you're not going to be on Stranger Things like, um, would you say it aired July 15th? July 15th. You're not going to be on Stranger Things on July 16th? Shut this shit down. You do not deserve to have a podcast and tell me what's good.
1: Those people suck.
0: They do suck.
1: I don't want them writing on the Facebook They can come group. and suck
0: on the Facebook group <laughs> if they want to suck. <laughs> So yes, good show. Shouts to the Duffer Brothers. I, they're already talking season two. I'm sure it's been announced. I don't, uh, yes. I don't know where it ends off at. Hopefully not too tragic a cliffhanger. Like I said, I'm not.
1: I can't do uh, another. I'm not as
0: all in on this show as Caitlin is, but it would really bum me out if I didn't get any sort of closure on this.
1: I, I can't do another Voltron, okay? Like.
0: Which I still haven't finished because I was watching other things, which we'll talk about now in updates.
1: Updates.
0: Mm, Segway. Killing what are you watching? You watching you get caught up on anything? No, you were camping. You no, I was watch camping. Uh, Preacher finished. Oh, really? Killed it. Killed it? Stuck the landing in a way I was not expecting it <gasps> to nail at all.
1: I'm so excited because that's the next show on my list of oh, shows I yeah, need to catch up on. You're,
0: I will say, if I've been watching it week to week, I might have got bored and annoyed. But I right. basically got caught up over a week and then watched the finale, The Night in Air. Ooh. Um, so if you were worried about... It not getting to where the comic got to, Yeah, it gets there by the end of the season. And felt most like the comic by that point. The two guys who play the Saint of Killers comes into it. The two guys who play the angels become fantastic and were actually one of my (laughs) favorite parts of the show. Tulip became marginally more bearable for me (laughs) as a character in this version of it. Left a lot of things lingering if you're a deep comic lover. That you'll be like, oh my god! But if you're just watching so it, it's excited. like... And nodded to the ultimate Odin Kincannon moment. Oh, really? As, as a comic reader, when you heard this character was going to be in the show, you thought to yourself, there's no fucking way they're going to do that thing that was in the comic. If you read the comics, you know what I'm talking about. They found a way to nod to it in a way that was just no perfect. To what had happened in the show to that point, to this version of the character, while still nodding to it, I was like, "You assholes, damn you, Seth Rogen, you actually
1: did your job." This shit off.
0: I'm sure the guy. Everybody's always like, "It's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg." It's like, yeah, well, no, there's a third name on that. His name's Sam Catlin. He was like in the writers' room on Breaking Bad. Like he, yeah, he's probably doing a lot of the heavy lifting on that stuff. Um, we talked about this briefly, but for the benefit of the people, you want your night, you want your night of update, since you're never gonna watch it.
1: Um, I get, yeah, you keep on sending them to me, so... (laughs) Nas is fine. Excellent. (laughs) He's still
0: fine. Uh, Apparently, if you take baby oil and put it in hot water, not boiling water, hot water will suffice, Uh, it's basically like, you know, back alley napalm and will like burn your flesh off. And that's what he got thrown on his arm at the end of the episode. What? But he's alive. Yeah,
1: no, probably not for long. I just, the stakes higher and higher.
0: No, he went to talk to Freddy, uh, Omar. Michael K. Michael K Williams, you want to talk to him.
1: Oh great. Yeah. She's he's probably the kingpin of the jail. Yeah, he as is. I learned about in Daredevil and and So he's
0: got protection now, and he'll probably only have to like, you know, actually kill a dude when he gets out of jail to pay Freddie back. Great. It'll be fine.
1: Great. It'll be fine. it'll be fine.
0: Um And Fisher Stephen shows up as a pharmacist from Short Circuit and the Villain and Hackers and a bunch of other I'm just fun things.
1: I'm just glad I'm not watching it, actually. I'm just I don't have to think about it, but I do still, because I still worry about him. Uh, so thank you for the updates.
0: Listen, if you're not a sissy pants.
1: Hey, you know what? Caitlin
0: McKinnon, watch this show. It's I am a
1: sissy pants, and I am okay with that. That's good. You should love yourself. Do.
0: Uh, since I'm the only one with updates, I'm not going to say we are. my prediction about my level of interest in Pokemon Go was completely accurate, or I said I was going to be like playing all the time for a week and then get bored. Yeah. We're rapidly approaching it though.
1: Oh really? Why does it why why what has bored you about it? If
0: I don't see a new fucking Pokemon show up, if I don't catch a Jigglypuff by the end of the week, we're gonna have to free up some room to take more photos in New York.
1: Is it is it because maybe you, you don't want to walk far to find a jigglypuff? <laughs> How
0: dare you? <laughs> I have seen Jigglypuff. there was a jigglypuff and a gold duck somewhere. Somewhere in the building I work at. Yeah. And i wandered around it, Caitlin. It never showed up. And then just disappears. Poof, gone. And I'm running out of supplies because if you're gonna try to tell me that a goddamn shelter with a 75 CP is gonna bust out of a ball and run away on me, uh-uh, it's horse horse shit. I horse shit.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I know you don't. I've kind of zoned out. Yep. Um, I can see why you got bar- got bored of it.
0: Uh, it's still fun to play at work when it's like, eh. I would rather everyone's asleep. It's three in the morning. I would rather not be. Actually doing my job right now. I, I love doing my job all the time. <laughs> um, I would rather not do, be doing my job for these two minutes. There are any Pokemans around? The answer is always no. There isn't. It's and Zubats. which is the same problem everybody has playing this game right now, where it's just like all you find are these like basic ass Pokemon.
1: So they're going. So you really you <laughs> need to like actually venture oh, out into then, the world. But then
0: Samantha, my friend Samantha like wanders out of her house and there's a fucking blast toy is, like just sitting down the street and she just goes and gets it for nothing. Whereas I'm like on my squirtle grind to get like, you know, a hundred fucking candies to evolve one myself.
1: Go to High Park. There's gotta be stuff in High Park.
0: <laughs> the only variation I saw was when I took a streetcar that detoured down by Queen's Quay along the river and it was like Magikarp City. It was like all it was like all fish. Uh, I went to Chinatown. Pokemon hunting in Chinatown. Like, I was a bulbasaur. It was like the only thing I found down there. That wasn't a goddamn Zubat or a drowsy fucking drowsies. Pain in my ass. Anyway. Anyway Let you know next week if Pokemon Go has finally uh <laughs> ruined itself. Lost for it me.
1: lost its shine. His old hat.
0: <laughs> the Sheen has come off the diamond of Pokemon Go.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I do have any. I started. I started reading a book someone gave me. That's, <laughs> well, a, that's well, an update. Are you liking it? it? It. I. I am. I'm trying to look for my bag so I can pull it out. It's Ursula K. Le Guin. Mm-hmm. It's called The Dispossessed, and it's really good so far. Okay. When was it written? I'm just going to see how old this.
0: That's a new edition that HarperCollins has uh, handed out to its contemporary classics. The
1: hardcover edition of this book was published in
0: 1974. Old as fuck.
1: But it's very good, and I'm really enjoying it.
0: Cool. Oh, and I played a shit ton of Borderlands this weekend. That's what else I did. Oh,
1: nice. I lived Borderlands this weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Out on the wilds of Pandora. Yeah, because when you're, you know, when you're broke and can't even spare a token to go hunt for Pokemon. You have to hang out at home. That's what I did. I watched You're
1: supposed that. to walk. Huh? Just a walk and hunt for Pokemon. You know this. I'm not gonna
0: walk to, like, the other areas of the city to hunt. I will walk around the areas once I get there. I guess. i walk to fucking Chinatown. Are you kidding well, me? But you
1: could find, like, a Charizard or something.
0: Listen, if anybody's seen a Charizard out there, because I've heard... Rumors? for Charmanders, like, aside from, like, your first basic ones. Because you start, you know, obviously, as, as per tradition, the first three you find are... Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander, right? Which are the original basic three that you choose from?
1: What about Pikachu's? Are they around?
0: Stupid Matt told me after <laughs> the fact, after I would started the game, that there is a you know Easter egg where if you walk away from the main three, a Pikachu will just turn up. As like your, so I so I caught a Bulbasaur. And Matt was like, "Oh, did you did you get a Pikachu? Do you know about that?" I'm like, "No about what?" And it's like, "Oh, it can be your it can be your starter Pokemon if you like walk away from the main three." I'm like, "Where were you 20 minutes ago, stupid Matt?"
1: Um A, I feel so sorry for Matt. <laughs> B, this is slowly turning into Pokemon chat time with <laughs> Jordan Kate. It's been like 10 minutes. Are you talking about Pokemon? <laughs> That you're not even that interested in anymore. I'm not
0: even that interested anymore. I want to fucking Blastoise. And I want to be able to like, listen, I don't know how it is in your town, friends, but it is like impossible to get any like gym battling in this city.
1: Um. Apparently Hamilton is thriving with is gyms and Pokemon or so I've heard and Sudbury is not.
0: Because <laughs> I have a decent one now. I have a decent Pokemans and I left it at a gym. Because you can do that, you know, leave it at the gym, and then apparently, you know, if you battle and you win, yeah, you get like you know bonus things or you can buy more shit. Uh, I th- it must have lasted at the gym for maybe seven minutes, because <laughs> the next time I checked, he was like knocked out, <laughs> like, oh, back in my back in my roster. So it's unfortunate for you, boobap the Vaporean.
1: <laughs> Still, you were just it's like gibberish words coming out of your mouth.
0: He's a Vaporean, and I need a boobap.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Full name is Boobab Shabazz.
1: I thought all their names were just what species they were. No, you
0: can rename all of them. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's not There's a like name. a meme somewhere of like somebody who named all of his Pokemon and Pokemon Go off of like what his three-year-old called them.
1: Right. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's
0: like Bulbasaur's flower lizard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yep.
0: <laughs> it's like just real super accurate on the nose, like three-year-old yep. summation. Anyway, we are completely off the rails right now. <laughs>
1: God, it's the heat has <laughs> The heat
0: has happened and yep. I, I need to go back to bed. I got to work tonight. Do we have anything else to say? Do you have anything else for the people?
1: Uh, just that we love you guys And thank you for listening We do and love you guys We're going to continue our summer watching fest I can't remember what we called it
0: Single topic episodes Should we let the people know ahead of time what we're going to watch I can post it on the Facebook if people want to get in on it with us Yeah, if it's we'll do that haven't watched. We don't know what it's going to be yet for next week but No, we don't, we when, haven't, when we haven't we do, picked When we do, uh, we will let y'all know
1: Hopefully it won't just be more Stranger Things <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stranger Things Part 2 How did Stranger Things end <laughs> um, And we will let you know on the Facebook group Which is at
1: www.facebook.com
0: forward slash geekdownpod. Geekdownpod.
1: And then you can also uh, get a hold of us on Twitter.
0: At geekdownpod.
1: And on Tumblr.
0: Geekdownpod.tumblr.com.
1: And if you want to yell at Jordan for anything, you can reach him at.
0: At Jordan underscore Ferguson. And I don't want to plug something else while I'm here. Sure. Uh, i I was inspired on the weekend, yeah, because I was bored and had nothing to do mm-hmm. and i I did a quick hit and run version of my uh my my little d j set radio show thing that I do sometimes for my own amusement, yes, and it was a really good one this week. great. I liked it and that's you- at soundcloud.com slash radio pFg if you want to check that out, and please do I think it was a, I think it was a good time,
1: yeah. It's, it's usually good good listening and doing things music.
0: Good background music. I, I did it on a Sunday. I was inspired by uh, an old radio show from Detroit called Big Sonic Kevin, which was super pretentious, but was great for weirding out the squares at the gas station I was working at <laughs> at the time. Uh, so that's what you can get at me. That's some stuff that I've been doing. If you want to learn about anything Caitlin's doing.
1: You can't. She does not exist. I don't. And most days I'm really glad of that fact.
0: <laughs> you better yell at her at the fa- on the Facebook or nothing is your only option.
1: Yeah. And I will yell at you back.
0: And I am now going to go pass out. My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: And my name is Caitlin McKinnon.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, friends. We will see you back here again on another episode of The Geek Down next week.
1: Thanks and see you then.
0: energy or that would have been really hot
1: <laughs> yeah me going <laughs>